This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Great to be here with you talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine and, and everything else you can imagine. We've covered a lot of material today. And I can tell you where the conversation is going, not that we have to stay there, but uh, people have been weighing in on a bunch of questions about restaurants that aren't around anymore, uh, specifically, uh, most recently, too. Uh, we have had some uh, questions about some chain steakhouses that were along Veterans Highway in the general vicinity of Lakeside Mall, but on the other side of the highway. And we uh, came up with a couple of those. There was uh, the, uh, uh, the there was the uh, 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 steak and ale house, uh, which I thought was actually fairly good for a chain restaurant. Uh, someone just mentioned Bonanza Steakhouse, which was actually locally owned. It was the same family that did uh, the uh, some restaurants around town here and there. And they, they went into that and started doing franchise restaurants instead of local ones. And uh, that uh, worked well for a while, but not forever. I think it was uh, them that owned it. But uh, anyway, 260-1870 is our telephone number. Uh, I have, uh, other than the fact that today is... Uh, it's a uh, 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 gold... Uh, no, not, not that either. It's... Um, uh, 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 those stupid little uh, things that uh, the groundhogs. That's it. We don't see groundhogs around here. They live up north. Uh, anyway, uh, that's uh, it's today, and it's really just the the mark that shows the first half uh, where the first half of winter started, and where it ended, and then it's the second half begins today, which is what this this animal is supposed to go out there and tell us, you know, just by whether he sees his shadow or not. The fact is that uh, we're going to have another six weeks of winter no matter what we do. So it's going to come, and uh, and that's it. I mean, that's what the calendar says, and can't argue with the calendar. Okay, something else that uh, we ought to have a few words about. Today was uh, the day in 1944 where Al Copeland uh came into the world, creator of Popeye's Fried Chicken. I guess he's more famous for that than anything, although he has a lot of restaurants uh, that bear his name. Copeland's is, uh, is all around the area and uh, really scattered around the whole country. I don't know how many they have all over the place, but I do remember when the first one opened. Uh, in fact, this, the, the day before they officially opened, back in 1982, I want to say, uh, I think that's actually right, uh, that uh, I was there. I was there the, the day before they opened, and I thought, these guys are really on top of it. This is going to be fantastic. And as you know, if you've ever been to one of the Copeland's restaurants, it was uh, very New Orleans, very Cajun also, and uh, high levels of seasoning, uh, a lot of grilling, 
which was becoming very popular back then. Uh, it was back in the 1970s that uh, you would still, if you went to get seafood anywhere, you were like as not going to have fried seafood. But that changed in the early 80s, and it became very much in vogue to do grilled fish. And uh, a, a certain number of mostly upscale restaurants were doing grilled fish, and they were having very, very good luck with it. Probably the best example of that was Mr. B's, which is and still true over there. But uh, the grilling expanded to other places, and one of them was Copeland's, which uh, did grilled fish from the get-go, and it made them very, very popular. Al Copeland was the creator of all of this, and he he created Popeye's Fried Chicken, too. So, I mean, he already had established himself as somebody who knew what he was doing. Uh, And I certainly got that impression from him the first time I met him, too. Uh, He passed away a few years ago in in a way that I have bad dreams about. He had some sort of disease of his... uh, saliva uh, parts of your body, whatever those are, uh, probably in your head somewhere. Anyway, that's uh, what brought him down. What? Which Salivary glands. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, um, that's uh, that's what brought him down, and it was that was uh, strange. Fortunately, it happened rather quickly, and we lost Al Copeland. But uh, we still remember him, and I thought just because, I don't know if it is on many people's minds today. It is on mine because I'm always looking for these historic landmarks. So Al Copeland, uh, it was, it's his birthday. So uh, my, my question is, did you like Popeyes? Do you think Popeyes was something that uh, changed the world? And uh, what about Copeland's? Copeland's was a much more ambitious thing. Pandora and Jeff, you say? Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, Pandora, is that right? Yes. Welcome to our show. Yes, um, there was something on about a guy was hard-boiling eggs a little while ago, and one was floating and then exploded. Well, I, did he say it exploded? I didn't remember hearing that. Yeah, well, I thought so. Anyway, what I want to say is I'm 72, and I grew up on a little farm in Madisonville. That yeah. sold eggs, and when we washed the eggs, if one floated, you always threw it away because uh, it meant that the yolk and stuff inside was little, and there was an air uh, pocket in the egg, yeah. and the air could rot the egg. So I thought that was just – I'd pass yeah. that on. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look that up. Not that I don't believe you, but I just oh, want to yeah. know for sure. And yeah, I don't that's remember what we ever hearing did. that before. No, uh, we, but, you know, we, it was in the 50s. And 60s, so we had to wash our own eggs. It was a small egg, yeah. sal- you know. And yeah. whenever the eggs floated, we threw them out because that meant there was yeah. an air pocket in them. Yeah. So they could have been rotted from the air. Yeah, it so. could be. Uh, I, I don't know for sure, but uh, uh, as I say, uh, uh, eggs that were grown like in your next-door neighbor's uh, place, uh, that is still in existence uh, in many, many parts of St. Tammany Parish. There are yes, lots of people. It's, it's very big that are growing eggs. Yeah. So yeah. They would yeah. probably know, but I just knew It that makes a big eat. difference, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I yeah. love them. Farm eggs are wonderful. Say, yeah, I was just bringing up that that's what we did with the floating eggs. We didn't even sell them because yeah. there right. was an well, air, air pocket that made them float that wasn't good yeah. for the health of the inside. Yeah. But well, the reason I the reason I said that uh, 
that uh, uh, it's unusual that you should have called today, uh, ironic, because I got a message today telling me that I've just been charged to have my Pandora music service kept going for another year. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Try growing up 72 years with that name. <laughs> well, good luck. wasn't easy. Okay, yeah. well, thank you. I just thought I'd pass that on. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. See ya. It's the Food Show. Jeff, did I hear? Yes. Well, welcome to How the Food doing? Show. Good. How you doing? Uh, I was going down Metro Road uh, this past week, and last month I noticed that uh, Mr. Beeves was closed down. And you uh, said before it was closing down. And Mr. They have a new Mr. Sign. Wait, wait. Let's let's make sure we know what we're talking about. Mr. Bees is a restaurant in the French Quarter, and they still are very much in business. The one you're talking about is B. Uh, uh, Cafe B is the name of Cafe it. Cafe B. Cafe B. Cafe B. Okay. And they're two different yeah. restaurants that uh, it's they're both run by the Brennans, but that that doesn't matter a lot. Anyway, just well, to make sure a... nobody gets the idea that Mr. B's had closed, which it hasn't. Okay, well, all right. I'm passing by, and they had a yeah. big old banner up there: Ruby Slippers taking over. Oh, no kidding. Yes, they well, have a big I, old I banner, wish them red luck. banner over there coming uh-huh. soon. Ruby Slipper. Yeah, well, uh, they'll probably do pretty well. Okay, yeah. I just want to let you know. Okay, thanks a lot for that. I appreciate it. I wish it would stay uh, Cafe B, though, because I really liked Cafe B. Let's see, who is next? I'm sorry. Jim is here. Welcome to the food show. Yes, uh, the steakhouse on Severn, Achapentes. Achap- no, that wasn't on Severn anyway. That was on... Uh, that was on. It was right uh, in there. It was right in there. It might have been a street over. No, I'll tell you. In a second, I'm going to tell you where exactly it was. It was on Turnbull. It was at, uh, yeah, Turnbull, right off Veterans on the on the lake side of the street. That was a good place. That was Frank Achapinti's yeah, Steakhouse. Yeah, but he did move. He did move. He did move. That's a different on. restaurant too. This is the other one was uh, okay. on Edenborn, and he uh, he opened it after the guys that owned the Red Onion. Um, That's right. He, Correct. He got Correct. thrown out, and then the, the the Red Onion guys were there, you know, doing really, really well. But he opened up. Frank Achapinti did a one block away. Yeah, he opened correct. up a restaurant that looked exactly the same as the Red Onion, <laughs> and he did really well with it. But he was always a great restaurant uh, people uh, person. Yeah, had great great meat. But I was under the impression it was Severn, but I could be wrong. I know it wasn't far from uh, Cobra well, Towers. All of these things are, are things that I've written articles about, in some cases more than one, and that's why it's in my mind. But uh, but I forget at least five things for everything I, I, I remember. So. <laughs> but nice talking to you. Yes, sir. Thanks. We will return with more of the Food Show after first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. And now I must go on my best behavior because on the other line is my wife, Marianne. Hello. Marianne. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, uh, I have a really peculiar question for you that needs an. an it, 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 I have to get an answer like imminently. So. Um, what I'm a surprise. On the spot here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you remember by any chance the name of that restaurant in Genoa, the place that invented pesto? No. 
I, I really don't. But it was, well, it I was mean, I something. I mean, I just think I take a chance because sometimes, you know, you remember something really obscure like that. Yeah, Someone yeah. Someone has to be a question and needs an answer, like, right now, so. Because uh, uh, they're going on a cruise. I'll, I'll bet you if you did a, a quick search on Genoa and yeah, I'm sure. Of, I'm sure. I've already done that, though, but it didn't come up. Yeah. And I know that I can go back to your archives, but I just thought I would take a wild chance because I know that sometimes yeah. you actually do remember something really obscure. Yeah, I, oh, I know that feeling. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, okay. I, there's, yeah, there's no way we would get that out of our listeners because how many of them have been to Genoa? Maybe some of them. Well, have. I mean, it's, it's but possible, it, but, I, but the reason it, I called you now is that I need it now. So. Yeah. Well, it, I'm going to investigate that in just a few minutes if you can keep listening and see what I come yeah. up with. But the well, I, mean, uh, but I, this, I know it's in your archives and I can do that, but that's going to take a little bit. Of time, yeah. So. Yeah. That will. Just, oh well. I, it's just a curious thing. I mean, I sometimes you can just. Pinpoint something out of oh, the blue I, like that. I, so. I know. All right. All right. Uh, never mind. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Uh, this is a restaurant in Genoa in Italy. And Genoa is known, among other things, for its pasto uh, with pesto. This is a, a, so it would be a pasta dish, but instead of serving, you know, red, it, they were green. Uh, anyway, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful place. And I wouldn't hesitate to go there again. As a matter of fact, we are going to go there again. Let's see. Uh, who, does, who did you say? I'm sorry. I, I, Jim, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom, how you doing, man? First of all, I want to say you got more begonias than me to take a call from your wife on the radio. But uh, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> that being uh-huh. said, man, I want to say, listen, we got we got a Super Bowl 44 party at my house tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we're going to watch uh, the Saints and, 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 and watch them, and I'm doing the cooking. So uh, can I give you my uh, my, uh, my my stuff I might have on, on the table for them? Oh, could be. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, first of all, I'm going to start off with some LeBlanc boudin. I'm going I'm to I'm take it. I'm going to defrost it. I'm going to put it on my grill. I'm going to get it nice and crisp, cut it up. Yeah, yep. that's my appetite. Then I'm going to make some buffaladas. I'm going to make some buffaladas. And I know you don't agree with eating them up, but uh, the people I'm having over love them grilled. So I'm going to grill some buffaladas, and I make them with the taco salami instead of mortadella. And uh, it's right. a little, little bit different, you know, some biscotti olive salad on there. Then I'm going to take my ribs, and an uh, easy way, I put them on my grill, all wrapped up in foil. I put sweet and sour sauce all over them. I cook that for two hours. I take it out. I really brown them really good on the grill, get them nice and crisp on the outside. The easiest way, and I'm going to tell you what, the people love them. And my wife's making a potato salad. So if you well, want my uh, address, I'll give it to your guy. After wait, yeah, I was about to say, what time <laughs> do you want me to show up for this? <laughs> no kidding, man. I tell you what, we're going to have a great time. And, you know, all, all of us guys and, and gals are getting together, and we're, we're just going to celebrate uh, the Saints. We're not celebrating the Super Bowl, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. When is the Super Bowl anyway? You know what? It's tomorrow, sometime around five or six o'clock. I mean, I'm not sure. It should have been five or six o'clock, but four o'clock our Central Time when the Saints were playing. But, Is it tonight? Uh, you know, uh, nah. You know no. what? I, I don't think so. I think it's tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll throw it out to the crowd at my house and see what we come up with. But thank you very much. Nice hearing from you. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about the food of our city. Today is the birthday of Al Copeland.
I I was just hoping for a couple of random uh, thoughts, a sentence or two about him, or a few words even. Uh, I think he was a a huge contributor to dining in New Orleans, even though what he did was basically chain restaurant food. He showed that you can turn cuisine from uh, just something totally random into something very, very well done, which is what they always did over at Copeland's, I thought. And and then then you have the whole fried chicken thing with Popeyes that he invented from nothing. Uh, what a guy! So uh, Al Copeland, uh, rest in peace. Uh, Keith is here on the green phone. Keith, welcome. Hello. Hi. How are you? Do me, I'm fine. It's Do me off. a favor. Turn your radio down. It's down. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome. Come on in. Okay. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate it. Listen, I so want to tell I. you a place that I've been going for a long, long time, and i got to tell you the food is good. And you were talking about the Archer Pennies uh, before. I'm friends with that family, and yeah, it nice was people. great. But i got to tell you, some good food. Uh, a guy that owns the place, his name's Ed, on over at Austin's. Listen, you can go in there. You can take your time. They don't try to rush you on out of there. I think yeah. the food is real, real good. I agree so with you. So you can uh, tell me exactly is... what you think. It's... No, I, I think they're terrific. And uh, that's uh, Ed McIntyre, who also owned Ed's, uh, Mr. Ed's. And then he has those seafood restaurants around town that he's been opening over the last few years. He took over the old Bozos, and then yes. he's made it his way. And uh, now I think there are five or six of them around the city under that name. It's uh, Mr. Ed's Oyster Bar and Fish Grill. Yes, exactly. And you know what? He's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. That's why Bozo sold his restaurant to him, because Bozo was very, very careful about who he was going to sell that to. But it turns out that Ed McIntyre had been a a customer at – bozos for a long know, long yeah. time and yeah. so so he said that was a natural yeah it's like incredible because i mean i've been knowing ed like for a long time but yeah. he does nothing but quality food but at I austin's agree. like if you go in there like say like at seven they got the piano ball like on the weekend and then and that, that you guy have i mean it's that, great that that's a, a real young guy who plays the piano in there he's terrific I, I'm trying to talk him into doing a, an album. But, hey, listen, uh, it is um, we're coming to the end of uh, this segment of the program, but thanks for calling. If we didn't cover everything, call me back. The Food Show continues after we check in on the news, a few words from CBS, and then a few words from our own newsroom, and then more of the Food Show right after that. Stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome back. You are listening to the Food Show on one, well, the Big 870 WWL, I have the answer to the question that uh, we just got a call about a minute ago, a few minutes ago. Anyway, the name of the restaurant is Zeffirino. It is in the city of Genoa in Italy. And we, my wife and I and kids, went there. Oh, gosh, this would have been maybe about 10, 15 years ago. But the restaurant was very large, and it had been around for a long time, like over 100 years which is my kind of restaurant. So we went in there. We had a fantastic lunch. And and lunch, for them to do what they were doing, I was really surprised at it. The prices were even affordable. The name of the restaurant is Zeferino, Z-E-F-E-R-O-I-O. Oh, wait a minute. Let's try again. Z-E-F-E-N-Z. 
Yes. Z I. Give it to me again. Z E. Z E F F I R I N O. Zeferino. And uh, if you ever go that way, I, I I can't wait to go there again. And I think we are gonna do that on something coming up. Uh, my wife does all the planning of of vacationing. Anyway, so it's the food show. Nice to be here with you talking about food, restaurants, uh, cooking, anything like that. We have been all over the place today, including you know one of the one of the things is today is Groundhog Day. It is also a day uh, known. As, uh, wait a minute, it's, uh, you know, it eludes me. I was just thinking about it a couple of minutes ago. And Al, it's Al Copeland's birthday, but that wasn't what I was looking for. It was, it was one other thing. Uh, it's uh, Candlemas, that's it. This is the very last gasp of the Christmas season. Uh, it's uh, 40 days since December 25th, and according to the uh, ancient Jewish uh, rules about this uh, and this, the, the law of, pu- of purification and all of that that came up, uh, that's when Mary would have presented herself and Jesus at the temple. That's, that's the story. So uh, after today, there is no Christmas going on until next year. But up until today, there was one. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know it either. So I'm glad I came up with it. Two six zero one eight seventy is our telephone number. David calls us over here from the blue phone. David, welcome. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm out here in Harahan, and earlier yeah. I couldn't get through. Y'all were talking about places to eat on a Saturday. Well, we got a little hidden seek, special secret out here in Harahan. Actually, we have two. Yeah. Now, Simon's Restaurant on, Hick- on Hickory Avenue isn't open for lunch on Saturday, like you said. That was a problem. Which, which one is that? Caesar's Seafood. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's a good place, though. That's a really good place to eat. There's a little bee hole in the wall, but you can't beat the food. But the food is great. The, yeah. The food is great. Let me, let me give you the, the hidden secret of Harahan food. All right. Fire away. The happy, the happy Italian. Oh, the happy Italian is fantastic. It's right across the highway I mean, from St. Rita's. St. Rita Church. Yeah. And uh, they they do a number of things. First of all, it's a pizza parlor, and they have a uh, they have a special oven for pizzas, the likes of which I've never yep. seen before. It, it there's runs, only one other in the state. And the, yeah, and it runs uh, uh, on a conveyor belt sort of system, which is usually a bad sign. But the place where they drop the pizza before it goes in there, it's solid marble. And the marble, this is like stone, and so it gets really, really hot, and that's what you want for pizza is very, very high heat, and that's great. And then he does one pizza that if I tell you what it is, <clears throat> you're going to say, well, doesn't everybody have that? And then you'll think and realize Columbus? that no. That you'll Then it'll hit you that although it sounds like the standard pizza kind of thing, it, in fact, has never been made by anybody else I've ever seen. Uh, but it, it's a pizza with a, a ground beef sauce. It's kind of like uh, the kind of stuff you would do spaghetti and meat sauce. They take that sauce yeah. and they put it on a pizza. That is fantastically good. 
Love that well, place. I'll, the guy and the guy who runs what, it is a real nice guy. He's been in the restaurant business for a million years. Lenny actually worked Lenny, for yeah. Louisiana Seafood. He worked That's Louisiana right, yeah, Seafood with yeah. Benny Miller. That's and where I I've first been met Benny him, Miller yeah. since I was putting the pushes away. Yeah. I'm related by marriage to Benny Miller. His, yeah. his grandma lived two doors down from me when I was a kid. So ah. when his mother got pregnant, when Miss Luella got pregnant for Benny. I said, I, asked, I said, you crazy? Jay's having another dead gum kid? I was old enough. Oh, to I know. Too much information. <laughs> hey, all right. Back to the happy okay. Italian. I, uh, yes, the happy Italian is terrific, yeah. The other day I had a shrimp and a piece of uh, puppy yeah. drum on grits with a some kind of homemade sauce. It was almost like it was a, yep. it was a reduction sauce. Uh-huh. Now, what he, he he does a lot of specials, a lot of fish, and all his fish and all his shrimp are all yeah. fresh. If it's not yeah. fresh, if it's been frozen, he won't yeah. have it. No, he's uh, he and was in the business a long time, so he knows uh, how that goes. Well, uh, well, thank you for bringing that up. That you're absolutely right. That is a great place to eat, and uh, that's my old neighborhood. I grew just... up around there. Did all right, really? thank you. I grew up on Park Avenue. I yeah I was bo- I uh, am part of the class of 1964 of St. Rita's School. I'll be dang. Well, in we 1964 I was in second grade. Ah well okay show off how much younger you are than me. See you later. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero six oh two six zero one eight seventy is our telephone number, and we'll be back with more of it in a moment. But first, please this. Welcome back. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to talk with you about food and restaurants and stuff. Let's see. We have um, waiting for us over here. It's Roy. Roy, welcome. Hi, Tom. I got three questions for you. Ask me. Okay. I'm looking for a good Monte Cristo uh, restaurant. I mean, what I mean by Monte Cristo, Monte Cristo sandwich. Yeah, that's a hard thing to find around here. Yep. But when I did, loved them. I think uh, the place... Uh, the grill? Do they have it on the menu? I, I've got their menu right, right in front of me here, and I, I was going to look it up uh, until you you brought it up. Uh, Martin Wine Cellar, I, I'm pretty sure makes them. I think I've seen them there. Uh, on veterans. And, on veterans, yeah. Um, anyway, let's see here. I'm just looking over the. I don't see it on here, but I, I'll bet you, I, if you told them how to make it, they would do it. Basically, this is like a. Uh, a French uh, a fried sandwich is practically what it is, and it's yeah. very rich, and uh, and and very, but but very unusual to see around here. You just it's not something you run into very much. You know who I betcha has it uh, is uh, Cafe. Um, oh darn it! No, no, it's on Esplanade Avenue, uh, about three four That's... blocks away from City Park Avenue. Uh, Cafe de Gas. Cafe de Gas, yeah, yeah. I'll bet you he has it, cause, cause that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that he does over there. All those French, uh, French. Right, you know, but nothing time. on the North Shore. Not that I've ever seen. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, my sorry next about question that. is, but, but having said it, if there is somebody who knows of a place that they do a uh, crook Monte Cristo, uh, uh-huh. call us and and we'll get the word out. Right. Uh, my yeah. wife and I tried to go to Michael's, which, of course, is on Highway 11. Yeah. And gone. they were closed. They're gone, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I, uh, I don't know what the deal was on that. I always thought it was a very good restaurant. I, and oh, you for a long time, I was it. saying it was the best restaurant in Slidell. But Slidell has been getting a few restaurants. Did you know uh, that um, uh, oh, uh, the names, I don't know, my, I, I've lost my capability to remember people's names. Um, uh, he has two restaurants. Uh, it, one in Madisonville, one in Mandeville, and one of them in Covington, and now he has one in Slidell. Uh, what type of restaurant? It is a very much a New Orleans Creole uh, theme restaurant, but with a lot of steaks on it because uh, Pat Gallagher. That's a, it, all right. It finally came to be Pat Gallagher. This is okay, I have to look that up. Yeah. Well, his uh, if you want to try one closer to home, if you live in Mandeville or Covington, he has one in each of those locations, and the one okay. in Slidell is new. So right. uh, it's uh, it is on uh, Highway 11, right near the train station. He's in. Oh a, yeah, a, I know where that's at. Yeah, I know it's be, in that little shopping center yeah, mall. It's in the yeah, corner. It's fairly new. And uh, it had a restaurant in it that it had a Jewel's name, but I can't remember the, the Jewel. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Sapphire. that was a pretty good place, but it didn't make it. But right. I think Pat Gallagher is going to do it because he's a very, very good restaurateur, and I think you're going to love the food there. Right. The the old name you were thinking of was Sapphires. Sapphire. That's, that's it was. I'm so glad you told me that. But that that's okay. exactly the, last the place. The question I got, though, is, a uh, bunch of friends of I want to visit something in Mandeville called the Creole Tomato. Oh. Uh, hmm. Have you heard of that place? No. Okay. Where Where is it? Oh, highway 190. Everything's uh, on Highway 190. Yeah, very <laughs> close. There, uh, yeah. 59 hits 90, kind of like that intersection. I've only seen it on a map. Uh-huh. Okay, but... Uh, Thought, hey, what the heck? I gotta try some new things because yeah. trying the same thing all the time, you can't expect a different uh, result. I I know that's true. Uh, but you, you have been or you haven't? Have not. I was have looking not. at no. Okay. Uh, the Creole tomato. I can't say I I, I remember seeing that. And I, and I go up and down 59 every single day, so I think I would have seen it. Yeah, it's not on 59, but it's close to the intersection of 190 yeah. and 59. Okay. I think it's okay. more closer towards Lacombe than it is, et cetera, and everything else. Yeah, th yeah, this is the, yeah, that, uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm sorry I don't know that one, but maybe somebody listening to us knows. Anybody know a place called the, the what is it? Creole the Tomato. Creole Tomato. Yeah. Good name for a, n a restaurant. I like that. And they spell tomato, you know, the Cajun way. <laughs> With O-E ending. <laughs> E-U-X. You, you like potatoes and I like tomatoes. All right. All right. Well, Thank you. Thanks for calling. It's the Food Show. Arlene is joining us over here on the blue phone. Yeah, Tom. Arlene. Hi there. Yeah, Tom. I, excuse me. I'm losing my voice. I'm calling to see. I've been seeing on the Food Channel that frying chicken and what have you, they add cornstarch to the flour. How much should I add with cornstarch to the flour? Uh, I don't know. I've never cooked uh, fried chicken that way. And for if you were to line up 15 people mm -hmm. to make fried chicken, you would have 15 dramatically different recipes, and all of them might be good. It's hard to say. I don't know. I've never put 
I've never put well, corn I never starch. have either, and that's why I was calling. I said, well, maybe Tom yeah. knows, because I've looked no, on I'm, the I'm, uh, I'm containers, never, and they don't say anything about it. Yeah, I'm not, I have never done that. Uh, of, of it wouldn't be too much, though, would way. you think? I wouldn't think too much, no. no. Probably about a tablespoon to a cup? Yeah, if that. I'd be. I'd take it real easy on that. Okay, uh, or, or, you know, one thing to do is, you know, get a couple of wings and, and season them up with the uh, cornstarch and then fry them and see how they come out, and then you can decide where to go from there. Okay, I'll try that then. All right, okay, anybody listening who puts cornstarch in their fried chicken, call me and tell me what the story is on that. That does, doesn't ring a bell with me. Uh, Johnny is joining us over here at the blue phone. No, that was, no, this is the blue gray phone. Hello. That's it. Yeah. Hi there. Hey, come on Tom, in. how are you? Good. Good. Um, I was thinking of moving my e-club, uh, lunch and e-club, over to uh, uh, Desi Vegas. Uh, I understand it's a, one of the locations in the Heritage Plaza. Yeah, Are you familiar with it? Very much so. I've been there about three times. My wife is crazy about it, so we go there a lot. Okay. I mean, okay. relatively speaking, a lot. I don't go out a lot anywhere. But I've never uh, been to Desi, that location. Yeah. Daisy Vega, if you know anything about it, you know that it started out as Mr. John's Steakhouse, which I think could be said is the best steakhouse in town. It's certainly one of. And right. Anyway, Desi has been involved with that, and he's since opened up two other locations, I think. And this one is in that very tall building. It's the only tall building in Metairie, really. Right. And, um, and uh, they're on the second floor, and uh, it's... Uh, Great quality, uh, prime beef, sizzling on butter, you know, everything you want out of a steakhouse if, you, if you're a New Orleanian. Uh, so I wouldn't yeah. hesitate for a second to go there. It's first class. Yeah. I mean, he has other things other than steak there, though, right? Oh, yeah. That's it's what a what full I'm menu. It, it goes yeah, all over the place. Gonna... You want a soft shell okay. crab, they've got it. You know, it's, Okay. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I've eaten, to the one, eaten at the one downtown. It's superb. It's really, really good. The meat and it's delicious. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll find it uh, just as good there as as you will at the old place. And I'm told that I understand that he has a little a uh, little side room that you know I got twenty to twenty five in my group generally. Yeah, so, they, uh, this is I the place that used to be Charlie G's. Oh, okay, uh, if you remember that? It's uh, but mm-hmm. uh, Charlie G is a, he's an operator out of uh, of um, Lafayette. And, gotcha. Uh, and okay. so that one was uh, started here. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have a real good time there. And they do have okay. a private room that size. No problem. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Good, Tom. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. See ya. We will return with more of the food show in just a moment. But first, please, this. Welcome back. You are listening. Yeah, or else you wouldn't be able to hear me. But uh, it's nice to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. And uh, Debbie is joining us over here on the blue phone. Debbie. Hey, Tom. How are you today? Well, I'm the same old guy. <laughs> Enjoying listening to your show today. Um, I took one of your recommendations, and my son and I went to the grill and had omelets one morning. Oh, my God. How awesome. Yeah, they, they can pack just about anything into those. I had the Western, and he had the uh, Mexican, and we were so pleased. So yeah. pleased. How nice that that's come to Metairie, and what a good job they're doing there. Yeah, I think so. It it comes across the first time you go there. It looks like, wait a minute, there's something wrong here, but you can't put your finger on it. And then you start eating, especially if you eat at the counter, although they have regular, you know, uh, tables. <clears throat> and it um, it reminds you a lot of the Camellia Grill. If you used to go there at any time, they're still around. Of course, it's the same people that own both. 
and they, uh, I know they just do a, they do a, a great burger and a lot of good sandwiches and uh, those omelets. They're really famous for that. And then uh, dessert, they have pies done like a whole bunch of different ways. Um, didn't didn't sample any of that. Can I just mention one more thing? Sure. You do know you're talking to Debbie, the travel agent. I gathered that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone left out there in in your um, with your peeps? If they call me this week, there's a discount going on with onboard credits and deposits reduced. If anybody still wants to join you in Alaska, that's all. Uh, do you have any uh, any uh, specific amounts on this? Yes, or, or, um, yeah. th- yes, I do. If they're booking a balcony cabin, I want to say that yeah. their uh, deposit is going to be reduced from like a thousand and something dollars to something in the five hundreds. Oh, and if they're great. looking for balcony cabins, if they book this week, now it's only good for this week, yeah. starting on Monday, which is February the third, I believe, fourth, uh-huh. February fourth okay. to the eleventh, their deposit will be half price, but they're All getting a right. hundred and fifty dollar onboard credit if they're All booking right. a balcony. That's good. And right. Cunard Rocks. You know it's beautiful. Oh I, it's it's, it's my beautiful. favorite ship. My favorite show. It's, well, it's all right. All well, thanks beautiful. for telling me that. This You're is a, a awkward moment to do I, it. But I, I love listening to you in the afternoon, uh, and we're going to return to the grill and do something other than breakfast because it was awesome. So have a I lovely love day, my friend. A caller who walks in and says nice things about our sponsors. Life is life is wonderful. <laughs> it's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And uh, what she was, in case you couldn't figure out what what was all that about uh, deposits and everything, uh, where the Eat Club uh, does a uh, a cruise just about every year, and the one we're doing this year is going to take us to Alaska, at the, in the middle of June, and uh, we've been there tw- uh, twice before, and it's just a fantastic thing. It's something at at some point in your life, you ought to go there. Uh, Alaska is amazing and uh, anyway we're doing a cruise there starting in vancouver and uh, whipping around all all the little towns uh in uh, alaska and then we wind up uh, back in vancouver again uh if you want to know more about this tom wait wait a minute let's see uh it's uh, nomenu.com slash alaska wwl radio new orleans wwl fm hd1 kenner new orleans the news is next from cbs the columbia broadcasting system this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.